What up? What up? What up, everyone? Welcome to episode 25 of Combo's Court, and I am Combo. Go grab yourself some body armor. Tell them Combo sent you. Today's show, DJ Clue joins in. We talk hoops, hip-hop, legacy, and so much more. If you're in the tri-state area, make sure you listen to Clue on Power 105.1, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 p.m., you could also catch him on the iHeartRadio app. And you can follow Clue on IG and Twitter at DJ Clue. You know you can follow me on Instagram at 12combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Let's get into it. chilling man you know you already know the vibe what i be doing out here man man a lot of people probably don't know you play a lot of basketball can you describe your game for the people i mean my game is thorough man i play uh i play a lot of defense i go off on offense whether you like it or not you know what i mean what do you do on offense i'm a scorer you know i'm a scorer so you know i try to keep it uh consistent on both sides of the court though i try to play some defense and you know put some shots up at the same time but you know all right so you're a two-way player yeah, definitely. Got you. So, man, take us back to the beginning, starting out as a young DJ in Queens. Uh, as far as in Queens and uh, becoming a DJ, man, first I used to MC. Uh, I used to rap and stuff like that. So then uh, uh, once I started rapping, uh, I decided that I'd rather be a little more behind the scenes. Right. So uh, I wanted to be a DJ, man. So that's how I ended up just uh, getting to the whole DJ thing. Plus, uh, my my uncle used to DJ and... Uh, and then my father used to have parties at the crib, so I would always run that type of situation. And my father used to sing. You know oh, what I'm I didn't saying? even know that. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Got you. Biggie. Why Why do you say he was looking for you in that interview, man? Because he was. Because I, <laughs> I played a song that uh, it was an exclusive song that I wasn't supposed to have. And uh, he got upset, man. So when he got to the radio and um, he found out I had put out on a mixtape, he's like, yo, man, tell Clum look for me. They, they was really looking for me. They, I heard they was out in Queens looking for me one time, man. But we we ended up uh, squashing. I called Diddy, you know what I mean. When I was working up in scope, I called Diddy because no one at the time knew what I looked like, and then uh, you know, uh, told Diddy what the deal was, and we ended up squashing it, you know. Got gotcha. you. So he was on your mixtape. Yep, yep. Obviously, you were DJing at parties, but what gave you that idea just to make mixtapes? Well, I used to uh, actually, I had like a, a real obsession with cars, man. So uh, I used to like to drive around in the car, music playing real loud. I had a big system in the car, and I used to go buy mixtapes, and the mixtapes back then were like ten dollars. I used to buy a mixtape, and it never used to have all the songs I wanted on it. So I would have like two good mixes on one mixtape, two from another DJ, two from another DJ. I used to take them and combine them all onto one actual tape, so like you know it could flow and be hot all together. I'm like, yo, if someone made a a, a tape with just fire music all the way through, people would go crazy and it would sell out the a lot of shekels. So. <laughs> That's why I decided to lock in and learn how to DJ, really, and just, like, make my own mixtapes. So you had the mixtapes going crazy. Mm-hmm. You were DJing at the parties. But how did the deal with Rockefeller come about? Uh, actually, um, Irv Gotti was, uh, I mean, I'm not going to call him a fan, but he just was, uh, he was, like, real uh, instrumental in looking at my movement, how I was doing it. And uh, and he was like, yo, I want to bring you to, uh, to Jay and Dame and Rockefeller. 
and he told me he should do a deal with me. And gotcha. then, um, that's how it really came about, man. Like, he was like, yo, you should do an album, this, that, and third. So then that's how I really, you know, got to be, you know, signed to a label and, and doing major things like that. Got you, got you. Now, Kamal, let me ask you a question. Since you're, you know, a, a pro athlete, you played basketball for, for mad years overseas uh, in the country. How do you feel about this new ESPN 2018 NBA ranking that they have that just came out, man? Let, let me let me tell you who's on the list. So at number one, we have LeBron James. Right. Number two is Steph Curry. What? Number three is James Harden. I already have a problem with this. Uh, tied for fourth, Kevin Durant and uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, number six, we skipped to is uh, Anthony Davis. Uh, number seven, Russell Westbrook. Number eight, Kawhi Leonard. Number nine, Joel Embiid. And number 10 is Damian Lillard. I have a big problem so with that. So what, what's your problem with this list? Because KD is the second best player in the world by far. That's my problem with it. Okay, so you think so you think so you think Kevin Durant should be in front of James Harden and Steph Curry? Hundred percent. Do you agree? Um, I pretty much think that KD is damn near unstoppable. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. He's he's unstoppable. And he's a two way player, great defender as well. He he definitely has stepped his his defensive game up within the last couple of years. Uh, I probably too would put. Him a little in front of uh, the number two and three spot, you know what I mean? Because, like I said, like I think Steph Curry is a great offensive player, and so is James Harden. But I think on defense, KD might have them beat a little bit. Yeah, I think he's defense. I think he's clear cut better than those guys as a basketball player. Me personally. Okay. okay. Yeah. So and then I think it shouldn't. Anth- I mean, it's either James Harden or Anthony Davis should be number three. But also, you could put Kawhi at number three. I am not a real super big fan of Kawhi Leonard being in the top five. I think he's a good player. Uh, I think uh, he has a great skill set on both sides of the ball. Uh, but I do not think he belongs in the top five. I'm not All right, so I'm gonna give you my top five, then you give your top five. No, I'm, I don't want to. This is Kamal's call. I That's want what you I'm to saying. give your top five. I got bro. you. Go ahead. LeBron. Okay. Durant. Durant. James Harden. James Harden. Kawhi. Kawhi. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Okay. Okay. What's your five? Um, if I had to pick a five, I probably would I probably would go LeBron James, Kevin Durant, uh, James Harden, uh, Steph Curry. Okay. And then I probably after that would probably have to go with either Russell Westbrook or Anthony Davis, if you ask me. In, in my eyes, that's why. How I you think this, How you think? Who does he think is going to start for the Lakers? And how do you think this whole thing is going to fit? Start as the point guard. That's what I wanted to hear from you. Um, <clears throat> would I you think... start LeBron? Would you start Lonzo or, or, or Rondo? Um, Rondo. Who would you start? I mean, I would start Rondo. Right. Because I mean, I just I just know. He makes uh, good decisions with the basketball. So does Lonzo. Uh, Lonzo does make decent decisions with the basketball, but I think Rondo is more productive. Yeah. I think for the future, though, they're trying to build around Lonzo. I think that's the only reason. Of course, yeah. I mean, I think think he still has a lot of of room to grow, but uh, I think 
his biggest problem is that he's under such a intense microscope right now that I think it can tend to affect players' game because basketball, I mean, if we could, just being 100% honest, is a real big mental game. 100%. So They both have the mental game down, though. Um, I mean, obviously, Rondo is way more experienced, and Rondo's a better player right now. I guess just the thing is, if they're going to build for the future or not, you might want to put Lonzo. That's obviously Rondo right now. Right, right. right. That's but um, I want to take it back music a little bit. How did you discover Fab? Um, Fab, we had some mutual, uh, we had some mutual acquaintances. His management, uh, used to they used to promote parties, uh, uh Che and Web. So they had a Went to my manager Skeen. I was like, "Yo, shout out to um, Skeen. Yeah, shout out to Skeen Dollar. Uh, He's like, "Yo, we got this artist. We want you to hear him." So Skeen listened to it. He heard it. He thought it was cool. And then he see like he told Fab to come to the station and rap for me. And I was like, "Yo, I'm like, yo, I was like, fine. I'm like, yo, I got Nori up here right now rapping. I was like, yo, I was like, all right, fine. Tell him to come upstairs. So he came upstairs, and uh, Nori was in the middle of freestyle. And I was like, yo, get your bars ready. You're next. He's like, what? I'm like, you next. You gonna rap? So this is how I'm gonna hear you. He's like, all right. And he got on and killed it, man. You know, and we've been rocking ever since. Fab had a great career, super consistent. But do you feel like he could have been even a bigger rapper than what he is? Um, I th- I think you know what I mean. A, a a lot of different rappers have different uh have different travels, man. You know what I mean. There's some rappers who come, pause, and and they stay around for two, three years, four, five years, and then you never hear from them again. I think Fab has had a real consistent career as far 100%. as uh, music and as far as staying relevant, man. So I mean, like everyone has their own their own journey, you know what I'm saying, through the game. So I think, you know what I mean. I think he's been uh, doing a, a good job of uh, keeping it consistent from start to finish. And also, he has an impact on like fashion too, not only hip hop, which was nah, definitely yeah, yeah, for sure. Today in hip hop, man, the drug culture is so prevalent. You know, how do you feel about that? I might think it's whack personally, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't think, you know, drug abuse is, is good on any level for any reason. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's not, that's not what it was meant for, you know what I'm saying? It 100%. wasn't meant to, for you to take, you know, Percocets and stuff like that when you don't need them, you know what I mean? Right. So, I, th- I think it's whack and corny. I th- and I think, I mean, I guess it can sound cool on records, but... In real life, it's not cool. Right. You know what I mean? It's it's just like the movies. Like you, you watch a movie, you see you know violence and all kind of other nonsense going on, and and, and recklessness. And then um, people don't in the movies don't try to do that stuff in real life because you go to jail, you get killed, and that type of stuff. So I think the message needs to be brought out by the artists, telling them like, all right, this might be my lifestyle, but this is not the right lifestyle. For everybody, you know what I mean? Yeah, drug culture. Social media is so big now. Like, some of these artists, their reach on social media is even far more than the music itself. You know, how does social media like change the music game? I'm, I mean, social media changed the the game crazy, man. Because it's like, you know, you can hit the button, and you can reach. If, if you're Kim Kardashian, you can reach 100 million people with one press of the button. You know what I mean? Right, right. Stuff like that. So it's it's definitely it's, it's a major game changer. Right. You know. Something I personally don't care about, man, but a lot of people would want to hear from you. The, the back and forth with you and Flex, where does that stem from, man? From him. <laughs> and then doing me, I, I, I'm not into that, you know, 
going back and forth and talking and beefing, man. But, you know what I mean? I definitely ain't going to let no one come at me crazy and not say nothing about it. That ain't never going to happen. Lenny Cook, man, what was your role in his career, man? And do you think it was just injuries that stopped him from reaching his potential, or was it more than that? Uh, I don't think... I don't think it's it's injuries, man. I think it was more so... Uh, I think before I even got around with him, man, like even though I think it was a little bit of misdirection, you know what I'm saying? I think, Got you. I think I mean I, I've played ball with him. I've seen him play ball, and he, I think he's one of the most talented people I know who, who never made it to the NBA, like who has all of the entire pause package skill set. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, shout out to Lenny because I, I still see him. I still see him to this day. You know, we still play ball, still stay cool, hang out. You know what I mean? And um. I mean, like I said, man, everyone has their own journey. You know what I'm saying? So, like, maybe it wasn't meant for him to to become super rich and famous and have tons and tons of money. Because, obviously, when, when he had that kind of sort of lifestyle, it didn't do good for him. You know what I mean? Like, maybe that it wasn't meant for him. It's not meant for everybody. I know I don't like to talk about ifs, but what kind of player do you think he would have been in the league if everything went right? Because mm. a lot of people didn't get to see him play. You know what I mean? That's true. I mean, uh, I think I think he could have been a, a a real good player. I think he could have been an all star because he he right. had those, he had a a a, a similar skill set probably to like I would have to say like maybe like a T Mac because he could pass, he could Great shoot, passer. he he had Long crazy hops, athletic. So you know what I mean? Sure. He, he had he had the, the the full game. So I mean, if I had to compare him to somebody, it's probably somebody I would probably, probably compare him to. Right. I want to hear your thoughts on this, man. Colin Kaepernick and the Nike deal. How you feel about it, man? I mean, I, th- I think I think it's a good thing, you know what I mean? I mean, I-, I see Cap all the time. Like, you know, I was seeing him at the gym, like, when the whole thing was, you know, unfolding. You know what I mean? So I would always ask him, like, you know, what what do you think? Or I would ask him, like, you know what I mean? Like, what's up with this? And he was like, yo, man, that's, that's total nonsense. Like, I'd be like, yo, I heard, you know, a team's getting ready to sign. And he'd be like, cool, that's nonsense. Like, they're not trying to sign me. Like, he's like, that's the media, you know what I'm saying, covering bases for themselves or for the teams. Like, he's like, he just was, would keep it all, we keep it 100 with me, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, yo, you know what? One day you need to come to the radio station and talk about this, you know what I'm saying? Definitely should. Time, you know what I'm saying? Definitely so should. Hopefully we get can. on Cool Radio, get on Combo's Court. We that's it, that's it. <laughs> hey, what's your top five players of all time, man? Do you have it, do you have it off the top of your head or you really never thought about it? <sighs> um... I never really thought about it like that, but but some of the players that I really like, when you go back and, and just watch, you know, film of of players who like really really dominated, like and like were really dependable, like when you needed a bucket. I was thinking about the other day. I was thinking about, oh, obviously Jordan Jordan is gonna be one. Um, Kobe, Kobe's gonna be one. Uh, I think people sleep on. Paul Pierce, top five. I'm not saying top five. I'm I'm just saying in a conversation when we're talking about sure. good players, I think people sleep on him because for sure he was a he was a certified killer. At one point, you know, it was like a three, four, five year stretch. Like when when the Celtics needed a bucket, so I, at the end of the game they would go to him and he would kill. So you like the type of players that take over a game. Like, cause me personally, I like the type of players that uplift their team. Obviously, Jordan's the greatest, no matter what type of players, and he is that killer type of player you are. But I like the kind of players like LeBron, like Magic, like Bird that uplift the team. Like, I'm, I favor those kind of guys. I liked Magic's game. Yeah. I liked Magic's game. I like Bird's game. Yeah. Um, but I just don't know, 
You know what I mean? As far as when you say like, I mean, I think I think Jason Kidd was a, a, a an amazing point guard. That's a fact. Steve Nash. He's underrated almost. Steve Nash, killer point guard. So who you got between those two? Who's the better player? Because I asked that. I'll, I'll have to. I'll, I mean, Jason Kidd's my man. He's a great guy. Steve Nash. Gotta go. Serious. Steve Nash. Steve I like Nash, Jay better. Bros. First of all, Steve Nash had a jump shot his whole career. That's a fact. And, Definitely a better shooter. And when I say jump shot, I mean like he. You leave him alone. It's it's buckets. No, that's a fact. Passes. Greatest shooting point guard ever, besides Steph, for sure. Yeah, he. I mean, three point mid range, fifteen foot, nineteen foot, like whatever, wherever, man. Like you know what I mean? Layups. Yeah. You know passes. I mean, he, he. Steve Nash was amazing, man. Hey, is Bird in your top five? You think Bird is a top five? Because we were talking about this today. I don't know. I, I don't know if Bird's in my top five. Got you. I can't. I can't say birds in my top five. I got it in mind. You do? <laughs> yes, sir. Because yeah, of course, because because you know you're Caucasian, so of course <laughs> you got and you had the red hair like he did, so you have to put him in. You have to put him in your top five. That's only right. What's more important to you, man? Legacy or money? I think legacy. Got you. I think legacy is more important than money. to you. I'm saying. Yeah, I think yeah. legacy is more important than money ever will be. You know what I mean? And with me, because I mean, if if you were if you were a man of honor and and like you know what I mean, like right. How you'll be remembered. Exactly. That's what, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. I agree with you 100%. You know? uh, tell us about Clue Radio, man. Clue, Radio, Clue Radio's rocking, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm on um, Power 105.1, Monday to Friday, got 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. You can check me out, you know what I'm saying? You come to New York City, you already know the vibes. You know, I got the airways lit. And I, and I got the Clue Radio app coming out real soon, so you can look for that, man. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's going to be serious, man. So, you know, just got some things I'm working on, and uh yeah, getting ready to make some major moves. So we're about I mean? to get out of here, but before we get out of here, I want to know what what do you think is in the future for you, man? What's in the future for DJ Clue? I don't know. You know what? I've been talking about. I've been talking about doing a bunch of stuff, man. Like you know, what I mean, obviously, music is always gonna be, you know, relevant in my life. You know what I mean? Um, right. Um, maybe double and dabble some sports stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like who knows? Like you know what I mean? I, we gotta see where. I mean, obviously, I also double and dabble in, in the liquor business. You know what I mean? Here and there. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? I'm one, I'm one of the. Uh, you know what I mean? One of the marketing geniuses out here. Send Kidding. some bottles combos way. Yeah, we will. We definitely will. <laughs> well, man, cool. You're the vibe, man. I always appreciate you. Combos caught, man. Make sure you download it right now. You know what I mean? The podcast featuring the world famous DJ Clue. You already know the vibe. Combos caught. <laughs> there it is. Episode 25. Shouts to Clue for joining in. We appreciate you. It would mean the world to me if you rate review, subscribe, write on your Apple Podcast app. Be on the lookout for episode 26. Combo out.